With us today, this Labor Day weekend, is Governor David Patterson. And uh, he has many things he wants to talk about, especially what the heck is going on in New York with this migrant crisis. Uh, Governor Patterson, bring us up to date. Well, John, I'd like to start out on a positive note and give a shout out to two women elected officials who um, I think really have distinguished themselves since the last time we talked. One is Governor Hochul, who has now challenged the federal government, who this past Wednesday went to Washington to the White House to seek assistance and has even been critical of the this whole idea of how we got to this point in the first place. The other uh, shout out goes to Congress member Nicole Maliotakis, who I think explains the whole situation and how it all happened better than anybody. And she's talking about the fact that had they planned for this uh, prior to sending the migrants, how the Federal Park Service and all the a lot of the service agencies could have prepared for it in the states where the migrants were going to be sent. Instead, they didn't do that. She also points out that these asylum hearings are not going in the favor of the migrants. They're about 50 percent. So if you could calculate that from the very beginning, that would have been a reason not to allow that many people to come in. And I couldn't uh, agree more. So uh, I think uh, both of those women are really addressing the situation. I think you're going to see more of this in other cities and other states. Because I have no idea when they planned this, where did they think we would be in September of 2023? Where did they think that, that all these people would go? And uh, Governor Hochul, I said the other day on the radio uh, that uh, I commend Governor Hochul because uh, Mayor Adams says, well, well, why don't you move these people out of the city to one of the other counties? And Governor Hochul uh, refused. Uh, and we had a lot of... Uh, uh, County leaders or county uh, chairman or executives uh, like uh, Bruce Blakeman said, no way in uh, Nassau County and uh, Suffolk County. Uh, the, the joke I told is, you know, uh, they want to move them into West Hampton Airport. And I, I sleep with one gun underneath my pillow because I live in a beach house. I said, now I have to live, sit with two guns underneath my belt. Well, uh, fortunately, John, most of the migrants, I think, are not coming here armed or are they necessarily uh, criminals. They're very much like our ancestors, many of them, uh, not really mine, but <laughs> who came here with, with very little and were able to, to earn a living. But the, the problem is that we coming up on the beginning of the school year, and uh, we've already heard that there's a rise in COVID-19 cases and a number of different um, diseases that continue to uh, kind of hinder our progress. And normally, you know, when when uh, when uh, you would think that we would be testing the young people because all of them are going to wind up in school somewhere, and that's going to be uh, even more of a disaster. Uh, there's, but you know, all we want. Look, we believe in immigration, all of us, but it's checks and balances, and we just uh, we don't want those kids going to school with. With, with, with our kids if uh, they haven't been checked for diseases. And this is one of those situations, John, where ideologically, probably if, if there was a safe way to do this, 
I think the overwhelming number of people to have a lot of sympathy for some of the countries that these migrants uh, are immigrating from and uh, some of the dictatorships and the drastic uh, measures that are taken against uh, individuals, the drug cartels and the whole thing. But as is always the case, you can only be as helpful as your means allow. And what we've basically done is we have um, oversaturated certain parts of the country with this migration. And while, uh, you know, no one wishes ill on the people who are coming here, it's overcrowding the system. And what I was thinking about, and I'm talking to people about this, is since so many migrants were coming, if they, instead of just doing it um, haphazardly and suddenly, after the expiration of, of uh, uh, t- Title 42, what they also failed to do was to think about what the migrants would do if they'd get here. So what if they sent some money to set up programs to train people in some of the skilled areas that they would need? I mean, they wouldn't go to the Board of Education, which is short teachers, but they could go to a lot of the trade industries and get jobs there so that when they got here, they might even have a chance to find a place to live. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at BeatTheStigma.org. That certainly makes common sense. Uh, The other one that I suggested to uh, uh, Mayor Adams uh, uh, is the fact that if you put everybody on Rikers Island and vetted them like they did Ellis Island, and I, I, I even said, why don't we name change the name of Rikers Island to Ellis Island 2? So you vet everybody there, you make sure they don't have any diseases, you make sure they're not terrorists, you make sure they're not drug dealers, and you let them out to society individually instead of uh, just putting them on the streets of New York. John, that's brilliant. Near the turn of the last century into the 1900s, during that period of time, 1.3 million people came through Ellis Island. But the difference between now and then is the jobs were already available. They had planned to allow the immigration during that particular time. 
And that's why when you hear people talk about going through Ellis Island, I mean, it may have been tough when they first got here, finding work and that sort of thing, but it wasn't near the, the, the just catastrophe that we're living with. And it's a self-inflicted wound um, issued by the federal government who has yet to explain why they would do this in the first place without any real means of giving these people a chance. This is much of a disservice to the immigrants themselves as it is to the population that they're moving into. The other day, uh, Governor, uh, uh, Nicole Mayotakis made a, uh, a theoretically uh, allegation that, she, that uh, uh, the minute we give some of these migrants work permits, then under the theory that the, the city council voted for it already, they'll also be entitled to vote in city elections. Is that why uh, Eric Adams is pushing? No. To give I, work permits? You know, I mean, um, that has to be straightened out. Immigrants were allowed to vote in 22 states back during the same time uh, in the beginning of the, of the 20th century. And... Um, and but it's been kind of established that you've got to become a citizen of the United States to vote. That's the only way it's going to happen, except in school board elections, you know, community sort of uh, situations like that. Um, that's probably some interpretation of some legal eagle that wants to <laughs> try to make it appear that you can get around that. But you've got to be a citizen of the United States to vote in in uh, All right. I, I am all for that, and I, I, stand, I stand for that. And uh, Governor Patterson, we got a minute left. Anything else you want to tell people? Well, I just think that um, uh, Mayor Adams has held up pretty well. He's gone through a lot of criticism, um, but he has criticized the federal government. He's even criticized the state. He got himself kicked off the president's reelection campaign committee. But I think that um, people want Mayor Adams to tell the president to shut down the border. Now, when you're a mayor of a city and you're telling the president of a country what to do, you'll get more than just being kicked off a campaign committee. So if you're a Republican... Well, you, you, saw what happened to, you saw what happened to Governor Cuomo when uh, all of a sudden the White House didn't like him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, that could happen to Mayor Adams as well. So, so just to summarize, it's just that... Uh, you know, uh, talk radio listeners and, and hosts can talk about that because there's no ramifications. So I don't think they should be goading Eric Adams into another fight where he and the city could get hurt. God bless you. Have a great uh, Labor Day weekend, and we'll talk again real soon. Thank you, Governor. Thank you, John. Always good to talk to you. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see.